Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. But we have a duty. Someone encourage people out there, do not be afraid. I heard Joyce Smyth say one time years ago, she said, listen to me. If God has called you to do something, you may have to do it afraid. And this is the time I used to be always out there in the streets handing out tracks. But I wasn't really preaching the way I used to be preaching. This was years ago. And that's, I knew that I wanted to preach. And I said, God, I want to preach because sometimes you go and you hand out tracks, you hand out flyers, and you see the flyers on the floor. But let me tell you something now, his word could not return void. And I'd stand there, amen, people shouting at me, swearing at me, saying all kinds of evil. But I had to stand there and preach. Now it come like nothing. This is what we do. We just preach the gospel. Amen. So if God is calling you to preach, you may have to do it afraid. But do it with all your heart and with all your mind. In the name of Jesus. Ezekiel's speaking and warning was imperative to his life expansion. Those who would listen to those who would listen and obey. God made it clear that if he did not do it, then he would hold Ezekiel personally responsible. God told the prophet Jeremiah. Therefore, gird up thy loins and arise and speak unto him all that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces, lest I confound thee before them. This was a stark warning for the prophet to choose to disobey him. If the prophet chose to disobey him, or speak in God's words. Jeremiah was told to speak God's word regardless of the consequences. Oh, God would embarrass the prophet. Let me tell you something. I ain't got time for embarrassment. I don't like embarrassment. My desire is to do what God has called me to do. Zechariah stood up and addressed the people, informing them that the reason for their lack of prosperity is because they had forsaken God. And in turn, God had forsaken them. And the commandment from the king, Zechariah, was stoned to death. 2 Chronicles 24 20 to 21 he stood up and saying the reason why you're not prospering the reason why things are not going right in your life because you've forsaken God and instead of the people repent the man of God turned and told them the truth they stoned the man of God let me tell you something now people will stone you not necessarily stones but people will stone you with your mouth with their mouth when you speak what God told you to speak but do not be afraid say everything in love amen the Bible says rebuke amen instruct with all long suffering because the time is coming and I believe the time is now where people will not endure sound doctrine. But many people are going away after itching ears. But we'll continue to speak what God tells us to speak in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar was the most powerful ruler of his time. He experienced dreams that confounded him. But the prophet Daniel, the only man capable of interpreting his dreams, interpreted the dream of the king. And he was brave enough to tell him the truth behind their meanings. Daniel chapter 4. Daniel explained to him, he said when he had the dream that he would lose his sanity and eat grass like an animal. Nebuchadnezzar was a king and the most revered king at that time. To inform him of something like this would eventually go insane if he did not repent. Listen to me, it took guts for Daniel to tell a king like that the truth. And sometimes God will cause us to tell people the truth. He'd want us to tell people the truth even when they don't like it. Someone told these preachers that are listening to me, preach the truth, even if you don't like it. Preach the truth. If it empties your church, preach the truth. 
Many people want to tickle people's fancy. No, 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 no. I'm not here to tickle your fancy. I'm not in the laughing game. Amen. Makaraba Santa. I'm in the preaching the gospel game. That's what game God has called me to. King David committed adultery by sleeping with another man's wife. These men had to speak the word. He slept with another man's wife, got her pregnant, and then had her husband killed and covered it up. That was a heinous crime. And David thought everything was fine until the prophet Nathan confronted him about his sin which he kept secret. Nathan brought a word of judgment that the sword would never depart from his house and it would have taken bravery for a man like Nathan to confront the king with such a harsh word. But fortunately for David, Nathan was humble enough to receive the word of God. I pray that God will give us wisdom to deliver words of prophetic words. The Bible says we're not living under the Old Testament of prophecies, amen. But the Bible says prophecy is for comfort, for edification, for exhortation. Amen. It's not about judgment. You're going to die. Your house is going to die. You can say, no, 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 no. If you come into them prophetic words, I don't want to hear that right now. You hear me? We're under a new covenant. Amen. But we must tell people if they're in sin. Amen. The Bible says he that is overtaken in the fault, you that are spiritual. So I want to talk to spiritual people. Restore. Amen. Such a one with the spirit of meekness. So God has given us a ministry of restoration, reconciliation. But that's only for the spiritual. An immature person is going to blur out people's business and blur out what they've done. No, no, no. There's no restoration in that. The Bible says if we know that there's a man taken over in the fort, amen, restore with the spirit of meekness. Why? Because God wants you to consider your own self. Amen. So God is saying, listen to me. If you see a brother overtaken in the fort, amen, ask God for godly wisdom of how to restore, how to bring a word that will come cause people to repent and turn. I was hearing the story of a minister of the gospel as a, who's a pastor. And the Lord showed him that there was a couple in there that was fornicating. He's fornicating in his church. And um, they, they, were, they were, I believe, youth ministers. And they were f- having um, relationships in the church. And he was like, he was going to go and confront them and he was going to go and, and it's like the Spirit of the Lord says no. And he didn't understand why, he's like, but it's no, the Spirit of the Lord said no. So the next day come and he's like, but Lord, I need to speak to them. He said, no. And for a whole week or two, the Spirit of the Lord would not allow this man of God, I don't know why I'm going here, to speak to this couple. And then one day they had a, a guest speaker in about a couple of weeks after that. And the guest speaker came, and as the guest speaker came, the guest speaker started ministering about getting right with God. And he said the guest speaker ministered in such a way that broke people's hearts. He saw people crying, he saw people wailing. He saw half the church come to the altar just wailing and weeping in repentance. And as the pastor looked up and he saw the people in the audience coming, weeping and wailing, he saw the same couple he was about to rebuke and about to correct and about to lay on them and he saw them broken and crying he saw them broken crying at the altar and then after that I believe they came to him and they just confessed what was going on and they said listen after this man came we've got right with God and stopped doing it we just want to let you know this is what we're doing but our life has changed now and we just want to serve God with all our heart with all our mind and it's like God is just really ministering to this pastor. It's like there's ways that sometimes you'll do something that can destroy somebody. I want to speak to the mature right now. There's ways if we do it in the flesh, we can destroy a soul. But God knew that, listen to me, 
the way that he was going to do it wasn't going to be in love but God knew in the fullness of time how he was going to get this couple to see things his way so in everything we do we need the Holy Spirit we need the Holy Spirit to, to minister to us how to minister others amen how to strengthen others amen how to bring a word of correction how to bring a word of love how to help those that are struggling with certain issues because let me tell you something now everybody's going through something in the kingdom I don't care who you are everybody is going through something in the kingdom so I don't care how you pretend to be listen to me everybody's dealing with something now what I may be dealing with maybe not what you're dealing with amen and I'm not saying sin I'm saying because everybody's dealing with Satan, amen, whether it's finances, whether it's children, whether it's family, relatives, ministry, whatever it is, everybody's dealing with Satan. But God is saying, listen to me, I want you to be mature and give people the word. God is calling people to maturity because I truly believe that as God raises up the mature, they're able to strengthen the church. Mature leaders will raise up mature followers. I'm going to say that again, mature leaders will raise up mature followers. But a good leader must not be afraid to speak what God has told him to speak. Nathan spoke to David and he spoke to him that brought in a way that brought conviction and a way that brought repentance. And that should be our prayer and our desire as leaders. Amen. That when we speak, God will put the word in our mouth that cuts the hearts of men, brings sinners to repentance. Amen. That magnifies King Jesus. Amen. That brings down the proud and lifts up the lowly amen that god will put the word in our mouth that makes a difference in our men in men's lives god will put the word in our mouth that brings transformation in the hearts god will put the word in our mouth that brings transformation in the mind god will put in the word in the mouth that quickens the spirit of man and gives people a hunger for the things of god so I want to let you know if you have preacher, just continue to say, God, use me for your glory. God, I'm hungry for you. Use me for your glory. Put your word in my mouth. Tell me what to say, how to say it, when to say it, and what to say. Continue to say, God, here I am. Send me. Because God is quickening many people. And there are many people, they do not have that father figure. They do not have someone that's there to direct them of how to go about and do what God has called them to do. There are many people, they know that God has spoken to them, but they don't know the next move. I'd say to you, continue to stay on your face. Continue to stay before him. Continue to listen to his voice. God will quicken you. God will direct you. Amen. Some of us, sometimes we get a word from God. Sometimes we get a word from God and we rush out and we give the word and we give what God has told us. But God is saying, no, no, that wasn't a time i need you to stay because i only gave you part of the word i only gave you half of the word you got to stay in my presence longer learn to linger in my presence longer so you can hear the full sentence so you can hear fully what i'm going to do i i truly believe that god does not give men of god problems he gives them solutions so if you go before a man of god and he's just presenting to you the problem listen to me you need to go back to the drawing board and get in that secret place because if god will not just show a man of god a problem he will always give them a solution look in the bible read from genesis to revelation god always gives solutions but sometimes we do not stay in his presence long enough to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying so god is saying i need you to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying King Haibab and Jehoshaphat were about to go to battle and Haib got together with about 400 of his own prophets and they reassured him that the battle would be won. But I love what Jehoshaphat said. He said, is there not a prophet of the Lord? And the Bible said he sent for Micah. Listen to what Ahab said. He said, there is a prophet of the Lord, but he never prophesies anything good about me. 
if you're a sinner and you're in sin and there's certain things going on in your life let me tell you something now God is not pleased with the way certain lifestyles you're living and God is saying I need you to repent I need you to turn amen and we need truth seekers in these last days we need truth tellers in these last days and the Bible says they got Micah out and the Bible said he declared the destruction he would suffer will be a pending loss of life they're telling the truth Michael was in prison and fed with a bread of affliction Michael was the only man he said listen to me I see a lying spirit proceeding from the throne of God and he's put a lying spirit in all the prophets all the prophets of Ahab we've got to be careful of the ikshi ikshi is doctrine we've got to be careful of the doctrines that only make us feel nice but doesn't bring about change God wants full change in our life God is saying he wants changes he's designed change amen and the only way can we change James chapter 1 says it's by peering in peeping in to the perfect law of liberty look into the perfect law of liberty that's where we see change as we look into the perfect law of liberty listen to me we're not just going to forget what we see but remembering what we see the Bible says we'll be blessed in our deeds so let's continue to peer into the perfect law of liberty get into that word let God speak to us direct us cleanse us wash us because God wants to use us for his glory Michael wasn't afraid to speak the truth even if it meant that he was going back into prison so listen to me many of us I'm going to tell many men of God and women of God listen to me everything that can be shaken will be shaken there is a shaking taking place in these last days he's saying everything that can be shaken will be shaken but continue to stand flat footed for God listen to me we ain't seen nothing yet yes we see Corona yes we see COVID-19 yes we see Omnicom yes we see war in Europe we see invasions let me tell you something now there's a lot more gonna happen in these last days I tell people now's the time we have to expect the unexpected because anything can happen but God is saying I need you to stand on the watch speak my word faithfully and look for my coming because I'm coming again soon these men of God had no choice but to do what God had told them to do and say what God had told them to say. God had a message and he had to get that message to his people. The same thing rings, through to, rings true today. As Christians, we have an obligation to let people know that there is life after death, heaven and hell. Let them know that Jesus Christ has paid the price for sin. Our only job is to compel them and preach the good news of the gospel. The decision to accept Christ lies with the individual. We cannot force no one. I talk to people and say, oh, you can't convert me. My job is not to convert you. That's the Holy Ghost job. My job is to tell you about the love of God that he has for you. My God is to demonstrate the power that Jesus still heals today. My job is to let you know that Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. He never changes. My job is to lift up the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's my job. Amen. Charles had in Spurgeon. Jesus had a great commission to preach the gospel he said go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature i believe we are living in exciting times and god is saying i'm looking for people that are going to take me at my word do what you've called me to do we are living in exciting times he said go into all the world preach the gospel to every creature mark 16 15 16 15 it said he that believeth and baptized shall be saved he that believeth not shall be damned and i love the next part and he said and these signs 
shall follow them that believe. It did not say these signs shall follow the pastor, the bishop, and then the prophet, the reverend, or those of a title. He said these signs will follow them that believe. All God is looking for people that will believe him, that will take him at his word. In my name we shall cast out devils amen if you're going to a church and you're not demonstrating the power of god let me tell you something now something is wrong because jesus is the same yesterday today and forever we shall cast out devils we shall speak of new tongues we shall take up serpents and if we drink any deadly thing i don't care who try and poison you it shall not harm you we shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. I truly believe God's word. I take him at his word. I believe every word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. So let me tell you something now. Go and demonstrate the power of God. Do what God has called you to do. Put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in the word. He will never let you down. I tell people, listen to me. I go out on the word of God. I believe God's word. I pray for the blind eyes. I pray for the deaf ears. I pray for the sick. Pray for the cancer-ridden patients. I pray for those that have been afflicted by the enemy. And we get results. Why? Because Jesus always brings results. Amen. I'm not going in my name. I'm going in his name. Always remember, you're not going in your name. You're going in his name. Amen. Santa. Jesus has given you power of attorney. Power of attorney. I'm going to say that again. Jesus has given you power of attorney. Amen. He's given you the authority to do the greater works. So go and do the greater works. Do not be afraid. Makaraba Santa is said over 385 times in the word of God. Be not afraid. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Makaraba Santa. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So be not afraid when God tells you to do something. Just do what he calls you to do. There have been many great men of God who made it their last work to preach the gospel throughout the world. Billy Sunday, Charles Spurgeon, Amen, May William Booth, Amen, Charles Finney, revivalists are saying, God, raise up revivalists, raise up people of art for revival. Raise up people of the art to see the lost come to you. Raise up the Billy Grahams of our time. Raise up the Morris of our time. Many generals have gone home to glory. I say, God, many generals have gone home to glory. I watch these things. I study these things. When I see generals going home to glory, I say, God, who are you raising up in this hour? Who is available? Like I said, when he heard, when he saw the glory in Isaiah chapter 6, he saw the glory. Something had to die before he saw the glory. The Bible says in the year that Uzziah died, Uzziah had pride he was a king he had great accomplishments but he wanted to do something that God did not tell him to do he wanted to go into the house of the Lord and perform the priest position perform something that only priest was ordained to do and the Bible says that leprosy come upon his forehead even while he was in the temple he had pride and the Bible says in the year that Uzziah died something has to die and I don't know what it is in your life in your ministry I don't know what it is but the Bible said if any man come after me let him first deny him himself take up his cross follow me something has to die no flesh can glory in his presence and there's areas of your life that god may be trying to kill that god may be trying to crucify let me say it better than this that god may be trying to mortify the bible says mortify that means kill deaden the deeds of the flesh he said when he saw listen to me in the year that uzziah died he saw the lord high and lifted up listen to me when we die to our flesh when things die and drop out of our life we're going to see god like we've 
have never seen them before. The Bible says in that year when Uzziah died, when pride was wiped out and when pride was stopped ruling over the nation, he said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Listen to me, saw God like he had never seen them before. If you read from Isaiah chapter 1 to 5, he's saying, woe to them, woe to this, woe to them, woe to this. Read it. But the Bible says, when he saw the Lord high and lifted up, he said he saw the angels singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with the glory of the Lord. He said, woe is me because I am undone. Listen to me, we realize of ourselves we can do nothing. We realize that our righteousness is like filthy rags. We realize, listen to me, it's on the blood, it's on the cross that we have to fall on. It's upon the cross of Jesus that we fall upon. It's upon the cross, upon the finished work of Jesus Christ that we do. Thank you for tuning to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.